0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Burn Sessions. This is so exciting because this is our second episode ever and it's going to be absolutely amazing because I'm also joined by the infamous, the one and only, the amazing Jordan Welch. (laughs) Why don't you say hello, Jordan?
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Now, last I recall, you told me that that is exactly how you want me to start announcing you.
1: Yes, next time with more excitement. (laughs)
0: I'll do my best. (laughs) Man, how about this? It's a crazy, crazy time that we're living in, huh?
1: Unbelievable. Really.
0: You know, we came out of... We're doing this remote, by the way, which is really cool. Jordan's in Texas. I'm here in Louisiana. Hopefully, we're not going to go up under martial law. What do you think, Jordan? Is it going to happen?
1: Well, hopefully not. (laughs) Let's just say I hope... I really, really hope... But if it does happen, I'm glad I live out here in the middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I wish I was over at uh, my in-laws at Becky's mama's house on just 55 hide. acres. and still yes. hide
1: in the middle of the woods.
0: That is right. <laughs> but I'm pumped. I'm sitting here drinking from my Jesus and coffee mug that my mama gave me before she passed away. So it's my favorite coffee mug. And, you know, we had that, the furnace in Fort Smith, which was, which was incredible. And look, and I have to say this, that, you know, it's like you went next level. <laughs> you it really did. And, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Jordan, where the spirit of God just began moving through you in such a powerful way. And then, and then I preached the next morning at a, at a awesome church there in that city and came back, charged, ready to go. And I just, you know, everything kind of went on pause and I just felt like I couldn't You know, I would think, man, let's let's schedule one for March. And then I know and it just kept moving it further back. And I'm I'm kind of thinking now that this was definitely the Holy Spirit just slowing me down from just trying to do another furnace meeting, not knowing anything that was about to come around the corner.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I would say a week before that Fort Smith furnace, it was like a Monday or a Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. I just I was at the church. And uh, I was in the main sanctuary. Actually, I started in the youth room, went to the went to my office, and then ended up in the main sanctuary, and I was just playing different instruments. You know, I was, like, trying yeah. to worship, and it was just kind of a, I don't want to say an unsettled, but that's the closest I can kind of get to explaining how I felt. And, uh, you know, looking back now, I, I ended up writing a song that I Gosh, sang. Gosh, that's, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah, that I sang it for Smith, but, like, so from that time, definitely good things came from that. But that unsettledness, I think in a lot of ways, God was preparing me for what was to come very soon. And so yes. like you're saying, um, and yeah, just I feel like we've done the right thing. And I didn't really know in the kind of the pause that you were talking about, I didn't really know for sure that we were doing the right thing. But right. Um, I believe now than, more than ever that it was 100% Uh, right but I'm excited and very very amped up now like
0: I am too I think I'm gonna do a lot more podcasting than I've done we're gonna hey we're gonna load up on some burn session uh, episodes too and Chad uh, actually talked to him earlier and he is pumped he's he is ready to record with us very soon and so just can't wait you know for that to happen and uh, we were actually taking a trip to New Orleans. For uh, the Bourbon Street Revival, to hang was out with Chris Burns. and That was, that was supposed to be, be
1: Sunday, right? This coming on up Sunday? On the
0: 29th. Well, on the twi- Next Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was also uh, Alyssa's birthday. So I was going to, you know, throw her in the back of the seat. We're supposed to have up. a party. <laughs> Let's go party. We're yeah, we're going to party on party. Bourbon Street and at the, the Bourbon Street Revival. The coronavirus
1: yep. ruined it.
0: It did. It just but got one, in the way of the party. <laughs> yes. One thing I'm, I'm really excited about and and I have to say this that you know um you know being down in south Louisiana when there's a hurricane that was kind of coming in everybody get together and you know we'd have like a hurricane party and you know because with a hurricane you obviously you're able to track it and you can see it coming in you see the path it's taken and it takes a while Uh, then we had moved in to Fort Smith Arkansas for a while our family and And which was a part of Tornado Alley, which I hate because there is no, you know, you just hear a siren and you just hope you get to that shelter. Yes, so ain't no ain't no such thing as a tornado party, but like a hurricane party, you can kind of watch it and it's it's coming in, and then you can, you know, then oh oh nope, let's go, let's roll out, (laughs) start heading up north. Um, but that's a very
1: twisted view of a party. Just so you know,
0: (laughs) for a lot of people, it is. (laughs) For a lot of people it is but i have always kind of have that thing where it's like you know i don't know it's how i'm wired when there's something inside of me when there's a tremendous you know situation even though there's you know you got to walk by faith you gotta not let fear come in Uh, you have to pray so that the peace of god comes in that passes all understanding but also saying, man, what is it that the Lord wants to do now? What, what is that he can do? And I feel like this is an incredible opportunity for the body of Christ, for all of us to prepare our hearts, to get ready, you know, for something. And, you know, Jesus said this, where two or th- three are gathered, he is right there in the midst of them. And even the whole idea of burning hearts, these men that were coming down the Emmaus Road, Uh, It was two men, and they were joined by Jesus. So, look, two or three people can be together, or two people, and Jesus is there. And guess what? We can have a burn session (laughs) in a house, in a living room. This is like early church feel.
1: Oh, totally. And that, and uh, Uncle, my Uncle Tim and I were just talking, and you know, he said it kind of feels like we're just kind of looking up at God, like. Okay, we're just gonna wait on you because we know something. Like you just kind of can sense in your spirit that God wants to do something, that He's about to do something, and and you just kind of you wait and pray and wait and pray and worship and pray and do do the things that we're supposed to do, and then That's right. and and then He'll just pour His Spirit out on us. And I and I believe personally in, uh, that that He He is kind of setting us up and getting us prepared to uh, just pour some things out that maybe we haven't experienced in, in a while, you know, as a church.
0: Oh, I just had this, this thought that just came into my mind, Jordan. I got to say it. If, (laughs) okay, just flow with me here. Okay. If the threat of a virus that we don't fully understand, don't understand what's going on, has the, has had the ability and an insanely short amount of time to spread across the world, shut down nations, shut down, you know, jobs, life as usual. And, and look in a matter of weeks, our country is pretty much on lockdown in many ways. Yeah. Is it I think about when the the Bible, the word of God says that the knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth. And I think about isn't it absolutely possible that the Spirit of God can so move across the world? We're overwhelmed. People are overwhelmed right now looking at the coronavirus. Imagine what happens when the Spirit of God just is unleashed all across China and Africa and Europe, <laughs> Asia, North America. I don't know why I felt like that. I just wanted to say that right now. And where you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. You know you can go to your house, you can't get away from it in the in the in the supermarket, at the gym. God you can't is moving. can get away moving. from the presence of God. You no, can't. No, you can't get can't away. Get from away.
1: It. You're not going to stop. It's kind of like, you know, you you, you he he won't stop. Like he won't stop pouring his spirit out.
0: That's absolutely right. Man, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just excited that and my heart is so hungry right now. For an outpouring, and he already promised it to us, right? And in, in Acts chapter two, when Peter was, you know, quoting the prophet Joel, and you know, in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. It means all. You can't go nowhere and hide. They're saying that the coronavirus is actually hitting, like even, like uh, you know, v- remote villages right now in Africa and different places. You you can't get away from it. It's it's global. Yeah. You can't even more so. Like you can quarantine and, you know, uh, from the virus, but you cannot quarantine yourself from the presence of God. When he's like, I'm going to make myself known right now. And as the body of Christ, don't we need to be praying and asking God for more? Come on, pour out your spirit. You said it in your word. You said you would do it. Come on, Lord. We're holding you to that right now. See, I'm getting preachy right now. Um, (laughs) you know, let me ask you a question, Jordan. Right. Um, you worship beast, you, and I mean that—that's a compliment. What are some? Uh, okay, so I'm home. Um, I'm here at my my place. I got you know my my little girls are here. You know Hannah, and Victoria, I've got Becky, and you know I, I'll I'll I want to worship God. You just grab a guitar. Um, you know, should we be expecting God to? give us some new songs what can people do who are listening in their home right now and you know you can only get so much of social media yes yeah. go open up the word of God and but we know that you know in America and this is not a slide it's just the reality that that uh, most a lot of Christians they don't really read the word of God that much and that needs to change but um, when it comes to worship how powerful is is praise and I know that the lord's really spoke to you a lot and you've had this passion to study praise what are some things that a family can do uh you know to just begin to praise and what can it affect in their lives in their homes right now
1: yeah i'll I'll say this one thing you know it's kind of it's kind of hard because you know you got to get the right things in you in order for the right things to come out and i think oh that's good i think that where we kind of miss the boat is is we we kind of have, and this is not me being negative. i all I write songs. I mean, I. But we have so many songs being put out now, and there, you know, there's this uh, this song that's out right now, Carrie uh, Carrie Job and Cody Carnes, and uh, the blessing, and I, it's a wonderful song. I mean, like I've I've been listening to it on repeat. It's it's scripture. I mean, it's scriptural, but that song came from just that a place where they, you know, once the Word becomes who you are, that's when it, begin, it begins to come out of you. And, oh, that's so good.
0: Right. That. Say so that one more time. When the Word, say it again.
1: Once the Word becomes who you are, that's when it can come out of you.
0: That's so good. Wow.
1: So I think that where we, we it's like a common misconception would be just, uh, turn on some worship music. And, and But if you're talking about personal worship time, you have to get in the Word. Um, you have to understand who Jesus is. And once you get to that place and you begin to know the, understand and know the Holy Spirit, that's when uh, songs come. Um, and, and a lot of times songs aren't even meant for the mass public. I mean, I, there are a lot of things that I've uh, just been in, in my room and playing on a piano. Uh, like, this is a perfect example for, for me. I write better on a piano because I don't play the piano as well as I do the guitar. And nobody ever understands what, what I mean by that. But, and when I sit down in the simplicity of just me, Jesus, and, and the, and the word that's in my heart, um, and the time that I've spent with, you know, with the Holy spirit. And I just kind of, I go to the father with that. And I think that that's what people need to learn to do is just, I may mean, just go to the father with what you have. But to, I, I
0: love that. And I, I want to jump in here. I'm going to say something about what you just said real quick. One is, of course, in John fifteen seven, it says Jesus said, "If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you uh, you yeah. wish, and it'll be done for you." A lot of people say, "Just ask, just ask," but he says here, "Abide in me, and my words." Because people say, "Well, I, I pray, or I cry out, or I ask, and nothing happens." Well,
1: it's it's they, not. They in don't you. put
0: the they don't put the word. But you said mm-hmm. something else that was so powerful, and. Uh, how uh, some songs that that are written or places are really not for the masses. and w- w- it seems like and and of course, I know that there are a lot of songs can kind of get off into where it's a little weird today where it's so levy dubby and and you know there's not a lot of of course word behind it, but when when you're writing something out of that place of whether it's a brokenness or out of a, a place where God has just given you a revelation or it's something so personal, and, and then the masses or others do hear it. I think what brings such a weight to that is because of something that was so real for you. I know when I preach, um, uh, and I'm more of a heart preacher. And what I mean is that, I'm um, some, yeah, you know, they say if you preach out of your head, you can reach a person's head, but if you preach out of your heart, then you can touch their heart. <laughs> but I, I preach off of passion and that's why stories are really important for me. It's why I like to share stories and, you know, certain things resonate with me and, you know, and so, so when I'm sharing stories, it, it comes from a deep place in me. Many times when I'm preaching, and, and people can, they'll respond. You know, it, it moves them. And when you're singing out of that place where it's something that's real for you, or worshiping, or when we are, it affects people in such a real way. And uh, and so, I just, if, I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying right there. If you could even, you know, kind of speak to that, because a lot of our songs, it seems like, are they can be written so that they can be sung by a chorus, or they're written so that they could be sung in a corporate setting or they're written because we have a lot of professional songs being written and I'm hungry for that raw. When, when, when you bring something out, you know, and I don't even care if I know the words look when I'm in a place and, and, and we're obviously had talked about maybe doing a little better in the furnace, but I really could care less if we have words on a screen. I want people to encounter the spirit of God. I want people to encounter Jesus. I want people there to be impartation. It's not about let's just sing some songs, but man, I want, I want there to be a weight. You know, when the Lord sits in that place, I feel like I'm rambling right now. So I'm going to stop here in a second. But yeah, so when you're sitting down at that piano Mm -hmm. and you're writing and there's something that God's, he's bringing to you, he's pouring, he's dropping into you. And then like with that song that you sang at our last furnace in Fort Smith, it was so heavy. It was so, it was so powerful. And obviously that was because the Lord, he did something with you there. Anyway, start talking because I'm gonna keep rambling. Uh,
1: no, like I, I <laughs> do, I do like spontaneous things. Um, you know, I, I think that you, it, there's a balance. Oh, and I, to I every...
0: love spontaneous things too. Yeah, so I'm definitely think... not talking about, you know, writing in a way that can be spontaneous, but Yeah, I think there's a balance.
1: Right. I think there's a balance to everything. And I think we do. um, This is, this may not make a ton of sense. So if it doesn't, then just ignore it, I guess. But um, one thing that I've tried to realize is that not all people are um, at a level to where they can understand maybe what you're singing. Um, So when it comes to like leading corporately, I do try to um make sure that w- what i'm singing number 1 is biblical but then number 2 that people can can under cuz if it if it's the word it's going to work every time that's why some songs are yeah. powerful and some songs aren't um if it's the word it'll work every time and i also think like using wisdom and knowing who who's in the room you know do you have yeah. people who who can even be sensitive to those things cuz i believe too like uh some people it just doesn't it, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't impact them maybe there's some hard like hardening things i don't know so i just try to use wisdom and, when it you comes you know to and those that's things.
0: why with what you just said right there that's why i feel like too even with our with our praise and worship that obviously the word needs to have a heavier content because right. that word will that that word comes in and look it can whether it's in, needs it's encouragement whether it's a hard heart, and the word needs to penetrate and begin to break up that ground, you know. The only thing that works,
1: but that's the only—that's the whole thing—is the only thing that works is the word. So, the bottom line is: is if you're gonna, if you sing the word, it'll work. Like I, I, I don't, and and there's sometimes that it takes me a while to uh, connect. Like I say, connect with a song, but I'll listen to a song one time. Maybe I don't listen to it with my heart. You know, I don't hear it or maybe I'm even in a service and someone's leading it. And I don't, I don't hear that song with my heart. And so I think that happens too sometimes, but if it, but yeah. the word every time, if you sing the word, it works. And that's one thing my dad has always, who is also my pastor, by the way, you know, yes. that, but people may not, <laughs> uh, that's one thing my dad, he's always just said, you know, it needs to be the word. It needs to be the word. It you know, the I, word. I'm
0: going to share this, and I think I, I may have told you this, but I actually I have a – well, I haven't told you this next part. But you know that I have a this unique video. I need to find the, the right way that I can transcribe or, if that's the right word, you know, transfer it to, like, you know, digital or whatever so I can be able to watch it on, you know, a laptop or what have you. And I'm sure you'd want to see it too. This is your daddy when he's in his 20s. And we were in Alexandria, of course, working in the ministry there. And he was on the piano, and I came up behind him and recorded him singing probably uh, three or four songs that he had written and on the piano, uh, interestingly, which he was a better guitar player than he was a pianist. But he was sitting there, and he wrote a lot of songs. And that's so cool that you'd said that about yourself earlier. All of the songs that he had written were all based off of the Word, every one of them. And I can still hear some of them right now. So I'm going to definitely, hey, if anyone who's listening, you know how to take any type of special video camcorder thingamajiggy and get it onto, you know, uh, what do you call it? I, I don't know uh, what to call it anymore. Not DVD, but to stream it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, yeah. Like, I guess on your phone. Like I don't know. Yeah,
0: anything. <laughs> yes. Where I can, we can send it, upload it. That'd be so awesome. Or just to let your dad even and your family have a copy of that. And I want one. So, you know, when Jesus was on the Emmaus road, I'm going back to here because what you're saying about the word is so powerful. Um, And they said, did not our hearts burn within us while he spoke with us? Well, the Bible says that they were in deep discussion about the things that had happened. Jesus shows up on the scene because I believe the Lord always, you know, he will manifest when the word is being spoken. And they were in deep discussion over these things that were happening. And then he began to show them through the scriptures why the Christ had to suffer and die and, you know, so on and so forth. And they said, did not our hearts burn within us? And that's what even just reading of the word of God can do. It can cause your heart to burn. But yeah. praise, I, I really, and you know what? I, I think on the next episode, and and we'll have you and Chad, and I just want to, I would love to have you and Chad both speak on that and just to that perspective of what praise can do. Oh man! Because praise Pre- is powerful. Oh, yeah. It breaks things that
1: you. It breaks things off of people. I mean, I think it you know, does. It just and, breaks things off of you.
0: And you know, I love that song, and I, I I know you've heard it. That Chris Burns, you know, praise. Mm-hmm. And um, it anyway. If if y'all haven't heard it, you need to go listen to Chris Burns' song, Praise. What was it, it say? It, it, say it, it praise does. may be the only way I can. I don't know. Get free. I it not, puts not, confusion on the enemy. It breaks chains. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart, but enter his courts with praise. And yeah. we've kind of lost that today because we do. There's this kind of ooey-gooey, it's intimate, romantic. It's not romantic.
1: kind of. Yeah, it's not kind of. We've gone. Um, I think we, we've made a mistake uh, in, in worship and I don't want to get in trouble, but I think we've made kind of some mistakes of, and, and, and it's just we've stayed kind of in this worship vein, and it's not always bad, but I will say uh, sometimes worship is easier. I've I've noticed like praise kind of puts you in a very vulnerable position. Like it's to me, praise is more vulnerable because it, it, it pushes you beyond. It's not it's this, warlike. Yeah. It, it, it really it's, is. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable thing, And I can remember as a teenager when I first started leading, I would even say, "Yeah, I just kind of tend to do like I'll just do one praise song and three worship, you know." And I can remember it used to
0: be two or three praise and a cup of worship, right? (laughs) Back in the day,
1: right? And I think that there, like I said earlier, about songwriting and and who you're leading to, it's a balance. Everything in life's a balance, you know. But um, I think that we've really neglected praise, and I think that my generation. Mm -hmm and i'm 24 so you know my generation we kind of we lack in that the joy of the holy ghost like you don't see that with the younger generation as much as maybe uh y- you would have back in the day i guess you can say not to call yeah people old but you know
0: <laughs> don't do it now <laughs> you know um <clears throat> we're going to we're going to kind of bring this one to close and this is really me and Jordan just saying, hey everybody. You know, we had our first burn session, which we heard we had an incredible amount of feedback on. And so now that we know how to do this remote, we've got our equipment set up better. We're going to be able to release a lot more episodes um, every week and multiple times a week, even at times. But I want to encourage everybody to have a burn session at your house. And obviously, uh, which. I'm so encouraged even hearing Jordan saying this, and uh, I was gonna have you talk about songs, and you're talking about the Word, and I I just love that. So basically, if you wanna have a burn session in your house, dads or moms or teenagers or young people, grab your Bible and and go into the living room with, with your family. Yeah. Open up the Word of God, go to the Gospels, and just start reading through the Gospels and see how incredible Jesus is. Look at every time he encountered someone, they always were healed. He brought freedom, healing, deliverance, and out of that place, yes, uh, worship God. You know, sing a new song.
1: Well, uh, definitely. worship, worship, praise, and worship follows that because it stirs. So the word stirs, and and when it stirs you, then you begin to want to to respond to the stirring. You know, and that's what worship is. It, it's a response to, um, I kind of to to not be overly like religious. It's just kind of the respond to a poke, like, you know, just a response. Like when you feel something, there's always going to be a response. And I think when you get in the word and, um, I've actually been reading the gospels like the last couple of weeks, probably three weeks. And I'm (laughs) like, I'm not rushing through. I'm just trying to read. And, and man, it's, it's incredible what you'll see in the, in people's response to, um, what Jesus said, Yes. When he would say something that every single time there was a response. And I think that when we, when we get that in our heart when we get, you know, Ephesians one in our heart, when we get all those different things in there, then whenever we, whenever you do, uh, because I think where people go wrong, going back to you asking me about families and having their own time. Um, yeah. I think where we go wrong is, is we, we kind of go in and kind of, we don't have those things in there. And then we wonder, well, why is nothing happening? Well, it's it's because you've got to get the right things in there. And then from there. So just, yeah, open your Bible. Get in there. And your kids, man, uh, the sooner you get it in your kids, the better. And yeah, I'm not and a parent. What
0: that children, uh, especially children and younger kids, they, they are more apt to be full of faith and grab a hold and latch on even more so than parents. Like right now, a lot of parents may be battling some fear and some fear over uncertainty. And you might be jumping down multiple conspiracy theory rabbit holes, which I absolutely love. (laughs) I have a few of them myself. I like to, you know, get around from time to time. But your children, they're not going to feel that unless you, unless, you know, they feel it from you. So if if they get in that word and start getting that word out and let the kids read and let the kids begin to share what they feel, and then spend some time and move into a position of prayer. And even in prayer, you can begin to praise. And you don't have to have a guitar or a keyboard nope. or uh, you don't have to put YouTube video on. You can just begin to make a new song right there and praise him and talk about how powerful he is and what he does and how mighty. And fear will dissipate. It will go. And you can pray and say, you know, uh, praise is it. one of the highest positions of prayer. Yeah, that's right.
1: You just speak well, to it.
0: <laughs> that's right. Well, look, we're gonna um, we're gonna roll out. We're uh, but man, I'm so glad. First, Jordan, I'm glad that we were able to figure this out. Me too. And, uh, make it much make easier. Work. That's right. And and that is the proximity because we all live far from each other, and we, we've been coming together for, of course, for our furnace meetings. And we're going to be kind of gauging that, and you know, and we may do some things on live stream as soon as we can find out what's going on. And Jordan, even where you're at, we may be able to figure some things out where, um, we can do like a, even a live stream where you're able to bring some worship out. We'll bring the word out Two elements that we need today. And, but I'm believing for move of God. I'm believing for revival and for incredible, just a reformation in the church and revolution. I'm believing God for every pastor that God's going to strengthen them, that they're going to be able to hear his voice and execute. And, uh. And you know, but it's a season I believe of opportunity. And uh, oh yeah, I well, say was, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna say one more thing. Sure. Know and believe, like understand this as you uh, as everybody kind of goes into this very odd time. Um, we're burning with you, and yes. I think that that's something like that we forget is like you just said. We're all in different places. Me, you, Chad. We're all all of us are are in different areas. But we all burn and burning is burning. A fire is a fire, whether it's in Texas, whether it's in California, whether it's in, you know, Africa. I don't care. Burning is a burning and Jesus is Jesus. And so I think we all need to understand that, like make a point right now that we're going to like hunker down and really burn. And really cry out to God and say, "Hey, look, this is we we are like you said earlier. We're holding you to what you, what you said. We know that yes. we we know that you want to pour out your spirit on us, and so let's just burn together."
0: That's right. That's right. Hey, um, thank you so much, Jordan. Everything you said was so powerful, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and just close out in prayer real quick. And uh, Father, we just thank you for every one of our listeners right now, especially in this season of uncertainty. There's so much uh, fear and hype going on that we we really don't know what is accurate, what's really going to happen, uh, you know, on tomorrow or Sunday or Monday or, you know, by the end of next week. But we know one thing is that even though everything can shift and everything continuously change, you don't change. You are consistent. You are faithful. You're uh, immovable. And so we put our faith and hope and our trust in who you are. Father, for every person who's going to gather their family, or even it could be just them by themselves or even just a couple people over here in a room. Lord, as they begin to open up the word, as they begin to sing a new song and begin to lift up their voice, God, I thank you for burning hearts. Thank you that you said it in your word. If two or three are gathered, then Jesus, you are right there in the midst of them. So we thank you that even though all of our buildings seem to be shut down, that we are the body and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit And so we thank you that church just keeps right on moving. Thank you for salvations, for healing, freedom, and deliverance. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, thanks, Jordan. I'm going to be, I guess we'll be back real soon. All right. Who knows? (laughs) Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed. If you do, please feel free to share it. And if you'd like to support this podcast or our Furnace Ministry, you can by going to our, what's our website, Jordan? It's uh, The Furnace Movement.
1: TheFurnaceMovement.com.
0: That's right. TheFurnaceMovement.com. And uh, we're going gonna to be releasing some more blog posts. Actually, one's fixing to be uploaded over the weekend. But thank you guys. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for partnering with us. We love you and talk to you soon. Bye.